in a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before, and we read their scripts. Today, the incredibly funny first time on the podcast, Suba Agarwal is here. Suba has never seen The Sopranos, but she wrote what she thinks it probably is, and, and we read her script. It is so fun. Uh, Suba is a hilarious stand-up comedian, has a special out on comedy dynamics called Airport Pigeon. Uh, she's appeared on in Westworld, the Jim Jeffries show. Suba is so funny, and and... I mean, you're going to love this episode. She's someone that I've known since almost the day I started comedy. Like, the first day I moved to New York to do an open mic, I've known Suba since. And, and she's just so incredibly talented and successful and uh, hilarious. And you're going to love her script. Uh, please go find her online at uh, Subaha. <laughs> it is S-U-B-H-A-H-A on Instagram. You can check out her special Airport Pigeon on Comedy Dynamics. You guys know how to find stuff. You search it, and, uh, you know, I think you're really going to love it. She has hilarious stand-up online and everything like that. Todd Sklar joins us once again. Been a little while since Todd's been on here, and that's fun. I want to let you guys know, once again, if you're in Los Angeles, I'm doing my show Hard to Say, my stand-up comedy show about trigeminal neuralgia. It's going to be at the Elysian Theater on uh, Sunday February 4th. Why, why do I not have this information up when I start doing it? But I'm almost in very certain that is it. Yes, it's February 4th. It's a Sunday. Uh, the Sunday, there's no football. So you can come check it out. And on that show, I'm going to have Jermaine Fowler, Aparna Nancherla, and Reggie Watts all joining me to have some fun. So I think you're really going to have a good time. Uh, you know, it's, it's a show I've been working out about a brain disease and pain and all this fun stuff. Um, Anyways, ElysianTheater.com is where you can get tickets to that. I'm setting up shows in Seattle and Portland and Denver and uh, Fort Collins and Boulder, Colorado as well, hoping to do the Bay Area. But if you're in L.A., Sunday, February 4th, come out to that show. Tell a friend to come out as well. I would appreciate it. want to keep it quick here, even though it already hasn't been. Enjoy Suba's episode. The script is so funny. The whole episode is so much fun. You're, you're going to love it. Thank you so much for listening. Find us on Instagram and Twitter and all that sort of jazz. Uh, have a wonderful day. It is so bad, and I apologize. Maybe racist? I wasn't sure. As I was. All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. I don't know. No, there is always, every once in a while, something will pop up about whether or not you can be racist to Italian people. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, well, this conversation is. <laughs> I don't know if like if like doing saying pizza with your hand like this is. Yeah. Do you know they were doing that? Okay, this is. I'm. I started. <laughs> I started. I started. No, I started. <laughs> you would be surprised how many comedians don't. I've recorded whole podcasts in here where someone will like sort of sit like this. Oh, oh yeah. you forget because there's some mics that pick up fucking everything, I know. and then Classic. there's others where if you're not talking directly into it, yeah. inaudible. I tried to get the ones where you sort of need to just to minimize what other uh, things yeah. could do yeah anyways so our italians people we were saying yes that was our big thing no there was fuck i want to say it was for okay this is how bad i am at watching football i want to say it was for the new york giants yeah oh tommy, yeah tommy cutlets yes oh yeah, yeah. that was that was i was interested about okay. how 
it's, it's interesting. But like apparently they were encouraging it as his brand, and then the fans who are supporting this man would go, "Tommy Cutlets." And yeah, this yeah. There was a lot of gabagool, yeah. which I'm not sure if that's a if that's a if Italian people like that term or if that's like a racist. I thought term. that was just know. what you it's call food, an Italian right? ghost. Gabagool is an actual food, and it should be a ghost. It is an Italian ghost. Gabagool is in The Sopranos yeah. a lot. Is it really? The yeah, ghost of Christmas future. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that is what it's from, though, right? It's a Sopranos term, isn't it? I think I don't, I don't think the Sopranos invented Gabagool. But they popularized it. They, <laughs> they could have PM'd that sure. shit and, and uh, gotten a- uh, I think so, because Tony's always eating, like, just loose meat from the fridge. Yeah. He's, Ew, really? If, yeah, he's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's always like, hey, what happened to the Gabagool? Yeah, and then. You don't, I don't know if that's like a, a catch-all term for deli meat or if it's an actual meat. I could look it up. I but. know. I was going to say we have. <laughs> Wait. Why is it disgusting to eat deli meat from the fridge? I feel like I do that all the time. I don't time. know. I don't well, know. maybe. It's totally normal, right? You know just, I was raised veg, so maybe that's why that just You were seems... raised vegetarian? Yeah. Cool. Like your parents were vegetarian? Yeah, like yeah. you're not eating meat? Yeah. Wait. So have you ever had meat? Uh, yeah. Okay. So interesting enough. So like my parents were Hindu. So like you, you're veg naturally because the whole reincarnation thing. And then uh, – my dad thought if we ate meat, we would grow up to be taller and cool. stronger. Cool. So he was feeding us McDonald's and lying about what was in it. Until Love this. This is incredible. Like Love the this. the uh, Hindu parent urge <laughs> to have children be reincarnated or tall. Or tall, yeah. <laughs> it's a tough call, man. It's a tough call. <laughs> Did not make me taller. Did make me whiter. So I went that in one counts. direction. That kind of counts. That's fair. That's wild. All that McDonald's, baby. That's, but then, it, historically looking back, he might have been right about it not being meat. Yeah, that is actually true. That's kind of wild. If you were eating McDonald's oh, yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. That is true. And your dad was like, actually, this isn't meat. He was just ahead of Dateline. Yeah. Turns out we were veg yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Uh, you were just having nuggets and a fish fillet. Or filet fish. filet fish. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, McDonald's. They'll see you. Maybe filet fish is the gabagool term for fish filet. That is interesting. That, I think all filleted fish. That's just an be. Irish fish, gabagool? Patty. Yeah, gabagool. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, so, so <laughs> I think it's capicola. Ah, capicola is what I found a, a searching. Nice all right. Oh, it's just a meat. Nice Tony's always, meat. It, he's always eating where under better circumstances would look like he's having charcuterie. Yes. But under the circumstances he's eating it, it's just the saddest thing in the world. You know what I mean? Like if you I, just loose it. I eat loose slices of cheese out of the fridge. Oh, hell yeah. I, yeah. I'm obsessed with cheese. Like I eat so much cheese. Like Noah Garden Schwartz, we were writing on a show together and he saw me at the crafty table just stuffing my mouth with like the freeze. Like you little mouse. I was like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> What's your favorite cheese? I'm a cheese person. Oh, I'm very favorite? Yeah. It's so hard. Okay. I love like, okay. If you bake a brie in phyllo dough with a jam in it, oh, that is yeah. heaven. That is so heaven. I love that. I love a good Havarti that has a strong oh, yeah, flavor yeah. to it. That's what I'm talking. That's like my base cheese. In like that's college, like the way I worked at cheddar. a deli and just started ordering Havarti cheese. The owner of the <laughs> deli was a heroin addict, so it was real easy to slide things in on Hell the order yeah. sheets. Hell yeah. I would just order my human personal groceries. She's <laughs> 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 like, we really got a lot of lucky charms this time. I'm like, yeah, breakfast thing. Um, but I started getting Havarti there and just putting it on everything. It's great cheese. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's like cheese. the perfect. I know it's a crazy big texture, yeah, yeah. but it works on just any type of sandwich. Enough, just strong is it enough, light? Yeah. Is it yet? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, such a good. Cheese. If you guys are listening, Big Harv. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> Big Harv is the lobby behind this podcast. I think it's more acceptable to just eat little loose cheese than meats. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like if you're just housing folded ham, 
Yeah. That's, I don't know why. That just sounds bad. Like, it sounds mm-hmm. not good. It's more of a fat guy thing to do. I feel like it, if, like, what's it called? Uh, like, eating, like, carrots is, like, a normal thing that everybody would be like, oh, that's, like, a nice healthy snack. Or yeah. Whatever, right? sure. but, like, yeah, loose meats is just kind of. You know what's funny? I don't know yeah. if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, if my husband's going to get mad at me, but uh, when, or if my neighbor's going to get mad at me for saying this, but I'm not going to say his name, so I think it's okay. We'll clip this part. But one of my neighbors has gout, and he gifted my husband for Christmas uh, a bag of meat, and I was like, you're just giving others, like... <laughs> gout? Yeah, you're trying to pass Sir, the gout I, on. I'm pretty sure Dude, you're re-gifting up, a gag gift here. Yeah, that's messed up. Someone who didn't like you at your office got you this. <laughs> <laughs> and you're passing this on to my husband. <laughs> that's crazy. It was apparently good me, but I was like, that's wild. <laughs> is there gout in other countries? <laughs> that's a great question. I that actually is a truly like it feels like a European disease. It like, feels oh, like a that king has gout. Right. It was a it was a, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a European disease that was a good to have because your menu were high class. Yeah. And now it's an American disease. <laughs> I'm sure it had a, a better name or the G was softer when like a French king had it. Goot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh now it feels very american yeah. it feels like a rare disease in europe absolutely where they're like oh yeah there was a guy with gout last year he came from america and now he came from america yeah, like he brought the he disease brought the to gout europe. over to us yeah he put it he yeah. like carried it like the plague <laughs> yeah on a ship over on a boat hit it in his fish fillets oh geez um well hey the sopranos we got the so gabagool. you've never seen The Sopranos before? No, I should. Um, I've heard it's really good TV, which is why I'm so sorry for what I've done. <laughs> it's, it's, I love when it's like something like The Sopranos is maybe the biggest thing, right? It's one like of them the biggest sure. television thing. Yeah. You you can't really argue with someone who says it's the best. Yeah, that's what, it it's like saying Michael Jordan's the best basketball player. Other people can try and sort of wedge other arguments for other players, but you can't tell someone they're wrong. Yeah, you can't yeah. say no. Yeah. And there's not a lot of examples. I don't think there's any movie examples of this. That's interesting. Where you can be like, that's the best one of these. Yeah, that's a really good call. Um, that's but really for television, it seems to, even more than maybe like, I just from having doing this podcast long, The Wire yeah, or Game of Thrones. The Simpsons. Or Game of Thrones, or sort like of like Simpsons, your alternate if you, arguments. If you don't like The Simpsons or you think it's not the best, that's just you're wrong. That's just right. But it's like if that. you're like, oh, The Sopranos is the best show. No yeah. one, I, there's yeah. no one who could just sort of be like, I, why? Yeah, like I don't know because everyone. I I love The Sopranos. I've seen it probably two and a half times. I need to watch it. I hear it's like just a master class on television. You really it's quite beloved. Do not un, like it. I. <laughs> It's funny now watching it now because I I rewatched it maybe two years ago, and you're just like, oh, everyone took the wrong lessons from this when they made television for twenty years. Yes. They were like, you know what, uh, you know what is who the best character is is a horrible man, and that's all they took from The Sopranos. <laughs> they were like, that's uh, the lesson is, we've learned. It is interesting that like there, I have a uh, a bad taste in my mouth when I think about this show because of the. The shows that it, it has inspired, the way it, it affected television, which was not its own fault by any means, but it definitely, I do think, uh, people did take the wrong lessons from it, both in terms of like character stuff, but even also just like the way you make prestige TV. You ever like see drama. someone, and mostly it's younger kids. I do a lot of fake movie jokes on Instagram and TikTok, and so I get on real movie Instagram. You know what I mean? I have like yeah. re, like people like I'll be I'll be like here's some no, little known facts about Interstellar. They actually wrote it first or something like that. <laughs> like it'll be a stupid joke. Yeah. And I get into like the I call it like Cinema Bro. Cinema Bro. And they're obsessed yeah. with like the Wolf of Wall Street. They're obsessed with the Wolf of Wall Street oh, in a way where you're like 
you're you like it wrong. Where <laughs> yeah. they're like, this dude rules totally. Yeah. And I mean, it is partially America's fault for then making that guy famous again after he went to jail. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> and being like, yeah. this guy kind of got away with it. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, uh, I don't see. There's a lot of like uh, Walter White was the good guy yeah. energy. Yeah. Well, there's no lesson learned in Wolf of Wall Street. And similar, you can make that argument with Sopranos that the, you kind of have a cop out ending that that allows people to kind of. You know, he doesn't have to pay for his sins if you're doing like the religious thing. You can like apply know. what you want onto it. Yeah, even like sure. in Goodfellas, you know, Henry Hill he gets away in the end, but he has to live in witness protection. I thought you were like in Goodfellas, he's got to put up with that weird babysitter. This <laughs> <laughs> is a very annoying babysitter. <laughs> Anyways, um, so what would you like to preface? And then you can cast us up however you'd like. Um, okay, I'd um, like to preface by saying I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I love the ones that begin with an apology. <laughs> Um, okay, so I guess I'll play Vinny, and then um, let me see. Oh, also, sometimes I <laughs> I called Tony Tony Tommy on accident, so they're the same person. Um, <laughs> already off to a very strong start. Um, and then, if there's any characters that are like reveals, you don't have to cast them right now either. You okay. can cast as we go as well. I mean, the rest of it, I'm pretty open to whoever wants to jump in. Should we? <laughs> we should probably split it up, though. Yeah. Um. Okay. Todd, do you want to be Tony? That's a big role. Are you sure you want to get that? In to The me? Sopranos? Yeah. I mean, I'll, t- I'll take it. Yeah, if you, you can. Sure. If, if I do it, I might get in trouble. <laughs> Just the voices I'm throwing around. We do know that I, I'm horrible at accents and never do them right. So yeah. I'll probably be Irish or I'll just do it regular. Ton- yeah, you could be Tony. Um, cool. Cal, you'd be Dr. Birkentitz. Great. <laughs> the famous second character. I know nothing about the show. <laughs> Is there, um, Todd, you want to be biker one? I'll be biker two. Hell yeah. And we can wait, kinda... I should be biker two because biker one and Tony have a back Okay, I'll be wait, biker uh... one. And then it looks like. There's man one, two, and three, but that's like not important. I know. I read their lines. It's the least important thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> Any context. Um, and then if it's someone talking to Tony, I'll just sort of be them. Okay. Um, cool. Great. All right. Let's do it. And then is there any like, this is what I do knows? Um, I know there's a therapist involved and uh, I know they're in the mob. Those are the only two things Great. I know. Great. All right. Again, I am very sorry. So... <laughs> Internal pizza shop day. We we open on your classic pizzeria in the Bronx. Tony gun hands stirs tomato sauce with a gun like they do in all mob movies, probably. (laughs) 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 Slick Vinny mops the floors with olive oil. Not because he's Italian, but because he's blind and refuses to admit it. Admitting you're blind is a surefire way to get you kicked out of the mob. Plus, he's already suffering from erectile dysfunction, and his wife of 20 years is cheating on him with Tony Gunhands. Now, Vinny would do something about it, but Tony Gunhands always has a gun at hand. 
And Vinny is blind. So how do you shoot darkness that is fucking your wife? You don't. Uh, In conclusion, my point is Slick Vinny isn't feeling so slick anymore and can't admit to the vulnerability of being blind. So now he mops the floors with olive oil and no one mentions it because that shit is super sad. This is deep. There's depth to this. (laughs) We're like already in season three levels of depth here. (laughs) These are three-dimensional characters. I want to know how much of this had a red squiggly line under it in final draft. Like the whole thing, just like, no, 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 we don't say this like this. Um, the whole script was read. Uh, a couple of biker bums enter. You can tell they're bad guys because they're grown men dressed like if a Hot Topic and a kink.com maiden had a baby. And everyone is still scared of them. If an accountant came in wearing leather pants and a little headscarf, everyone would laugh at him. Call him an idiot and then pull their accounts. He would be ruined, but you don't do that with men who like murder. Hey, sweet cheeks, make me a pie. Hey, fellas, I don't think you know whose establishment you're in. You might, you better cool down. Uh, no disrespect. We're just here for some pie. Pizza pie. You might have blown your good Italian accent on biker number I mean, two before that Tony. That was like, that was Mario. Even I feel like, like that was, his, uh, that was his a part of as it. As close as I could get, yeah. <laughs> That might be the first time I've ever been an accident of the right nationality. It's just, I'm excited like to see the, it's Irish or the Scottish. change. Hell yeah. Tony makes the pizza because the only thing he loves more than fucking slick Vinny's wife is making quality pie. Tony Gunhand slides the pizza across the counter. Everything seems to have cooled down. But instead of pulling out a credit card, Biker One pulls out his dick and starts trying to swipe it in the credit card machine. <laughs> What's the matter? You don't take wiener card? Hey, what the hell are you doing? Okay. Vinny, are you seeing this? <laughs> yes. Facing the other direction. Defensive. Uh, if I was recording, people would love this. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm going to have to teach you a lesson. Tony takes his sauce gun and headshots Biker 1. Vinny, mm. still facing the wrong direction, starts shooting. <laughs> Biker 2 goes to pull his gun, but it's tangled in the fridge of his cool leather jacket. Shit, shit, it was a joke, man. We're not really a biker gang. We're part of an improv everywhere troupe. This was supposed to be funny. Wiener card. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm laughing. Laughing all the way to the morgue. (laughs) Tony loads another round in Biker 2. It was now also dead. (laughs) Clean that shit up, Vinny. No problem. Vinny blindly gropes around, trying to find his mop. This goes on for five minutes. He never finds his mop. (laughs) Internal therapist office day. A therapist, Dr. Birkentitz, sits across from Vinny. She's a real tote bag carrying NPR listening liberal piece of shit. <laughs> she dunks her everything bagel in her fair trade cruelty free foam latte while wiping the crumbs from her mouth with a New York Times crossword. Vinny, you have to admit you're blind. Vinny is sitting on the coffee table facing the wrong direction. <laughs> First of all, I don't got to tell nobody nothing. Is this how you talk to your wife? No wonder she's cheating on you, you blind fuck. How dare you talk to me like that? I'm paying you. It's all part of my groundbreaking tough love approach to psychology, you useless balding sack of shit. You're like if someone took shit, stuffed it into a skin bag, and then hit that bag with the ugly stick. 
I'm not feeling any better. It's a long process and our session is over. (laughs) (laughs) External therapist office day or night. Uh, Vinny walks out of Dr. Burke and Ted's office defeated when someone throws a bag over his head. Hey, I'm walking here. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Movie fans are going to dig that shit. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. (laughs) They throw Vinny in the van. Darkness. Hey, untie me. Who's there? There's no reply. Vinny just hears the gentle sounds of three men playing zip, zap, zop. Zip, zap, zop. <laughs> Those are three different men. <laughs> we, we hear bags being pulled off heads as light floods the room. Internal firework warehouse night. Vinny and Tony gun hands are tied to a chair. We see an improv troupe consisting of eight straight white men who all look like someone took the most annoying guy at every office party and locked them in a room. Their leader, Branathan, takes charge. You guys killed our friends. Listen, you kids don't know who you're messing with. We know exactly who we're messing with. The mob. (laughs) Do you know who you're messing with? You think your mob is organized crime? We convince hundreds of people every day to make their loved ones pay $10 a pop to watch them make up a show. Then we take all that money and buy and sell fentanyl back to the children. (laughs) Then we go into the schools and offer improv as a way to keep kids drug free and off the streets. Well, that and we do light organ trafficking. Oh, no. Don't tell me you're... That's right. We're the Sober Octobers. And can we get a suggestion? Hammer. Branathan picks up a hammer and bashes Tony's knees. Ah, you sick fucks! They pulled their dicks out and tried to pay with their dicks. I had to kill them. Wait, you're telling me they did that wiener card joke and you didn't laugh? It's unhygienic. It's a goddamn restaurant. Can I get a suggestion for your friend? Eyes. I'm going to take your eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> what? Wait, That's what? phenomenal. Why, why aren't you more scared? Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm petrified. Oh, oh, my precious eyes. No. Vinny tries to fake cry, but it's horrible. Wait a minute. Are you blind? No, fuck you. You're blind. <laughs> Dude, that's really sad. You obviously had nothing to do with the murders. Just admit you can't see, and we'll let you go back to your family. <laughs> what? What family? Tony Gunhands has been fucking my wife. What's the point? Yes, I'm freaking blind. <laughs> A slow clap begins. In walks real piece of shit, Doctor Birkentitz. What? The whole thing was a a therapy sesh? Nice. Wow. That's immersive therapy. That is impressive. That was impressive. That might be, of all the years of doing this podcast, that might be the first time I've seen um, a a script actually come together with a plot and a theme and a character arc. It's one of the five times it's been one's been written. Yeah. (laughs) I am uh, blown away. I don't know if any hypothetical that this podcast has ever invented has made me want to see something more than if Tony Soprano <laughs> saw improv. Yeah, that'd be pretty, that would be There's nothing he hates more than th- that. And he never even comes <laughs> up, but just the general idea of that. I can't think of anything he would hate more than being funny. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. And $10. <laughs> I couldn't imagine explaining UCB to him. Yeah. Uh 
I love improv. I don't know why I was so mean to improvisers. <laughs> you, you allowed them to help a person get over their inability to admit they're blind. It's that huge. is true. Yeah. It would be wild to explain to him that, no, no, sometimes it's really good. This isn't a good night. It is really good sometimes. Trust me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, all right. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk a little bit about The Sopranos. Do we know what ads are going to run from? Can we plug them? Probably. Uh, I don't know. I'll pretend that I just had it. Whatever. I don't it know what it is. It's, that's cool. it's just the robot now. Oh, that's right. Just time. fills it in. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude. Yeah. Sometimes it's like for a VPN service. I hope it's not for Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds mean. Only because they got that NFL game this weekend. Yeah, they and do, they're making man. you have Peacock to watch a football game. Peacock Which game? Good. The Chiefs Dolphins game. Are you fucking shitting me? I'm a Chiefs fan. So I'm like. <sighs> that's annoying. It is annoying. It's yeah. pretty weird. Big week for the servers at nflbyte.reddit.eu. Yeah, big, big <laughs> week for the streamers. Big night, yeah. big night for those weird websites with yep. anime pop-up ads. Let's see if they can handle this level I, of traffic. One of the first things I would do if I had like a billion dollars would be dedicate just the whole month of my life to just – I want to find the people who buy those pop-up ads. I want to find like the businesses that are like, you know what? We need to get more customers. We need to advertise on yeah. an illegal NFL streaming This isn't site. even like – well, it's mostly Fubo. Yeah, Fubo, who's like yeah. the solution to this problem? That's true. That's good advertising. So there's lots of ads for Fubo. But I don't like know why anime we're porn about this is now. like wild to me. Like, why? How are you trying to get people who watch illegal football games? Uh, usually, when I'm on my way to watch I the mean, Red Zone, I'm about to buy porn. Yeah, anime, anime, anime porn, not just porn. You'd be surprised at the Venn diagrams of the world. They I guess. Been, I guess. I guess I don't really know the circles. target anime porn users. So I guess that is true. Well, yeah. that's everyone. <laughs> At the, at the end of every horny, horny octopus tentacle is a Chiefs game. Yeah, it's a Chiefs game. That's, that's exactly right. And it, it, yeah, right. That's is, is a man really upset Taylor Swift is there while he buys porn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. And can't figure out if there's anything deeper to that for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At the end of every single weird stream is a guy really mad that Mahomes' wife is on TV. <laughs> and can't picture if that's his problem. Yeah, nope. Um, anyways, The Sopranos... Things you nailed. That's kind of how Tony feels about most things. He yeah. really hates entertainment. Yeah. He's really yeah. like one of those that used to be great. Like a thing that he says a lot is oh. like, uh, what happened to Gary Cooper, the strong, silent guy? Like, I think there's nothing he hates more than an art based man. He was a man at odds with a changing world. I feel like that was a thing that that show didn't initially. I mean, I guess it touched on it in the pilot. But I feel like that's a, a, a theme that that show really kind of like. Yeah. harnessed into as it got um, longer it is in new jersey oh but that, that, but it is it is a lot more about new york than i think it's about new york as much as most of new jersey north new jersey is about new york do you know what i mean where you're like you're pretty much about new york yeah. i almost went jersey i was like i feel like this is either jersey or bronx yeah, yeah they, turnpike, uh, a famous uh shot of the turnpike in the in the opening it I is feel like that's like the i i think hbo's older shows have the worst intros and yeah. they're very very long Yes. Um, this the Sopranos intro is three minutes long. It's like yeah. a full song of him driving home. Yes, and it's not good. It's now like <laughs> beloved because people like the show. And then I started rewatching Deadwood. Wait, is it got yourself a gun? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got it's a pretty sick sample. It's in a that fine version. Song, of it. like, there's a good rap but, song. And then it's like yeah. Deadwood is three minutes of the woods, and yeah. the woods aren't even in the show. <laughs> it's just a lot of like. Anyways, HBO is spending a lot of money on like. I don't know if intros were harder. And then True Detective came out and they're yeah, like, we're going to do this forever everything. now, actually. Yeah, game changer. Um, what else we have? The, 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 it is very real with the therapist. It's 
maybe like the most infamous television framing device now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, true. Because he has to talk about his feelings. I think that's why I know it. I think I read it in a screenwriting book like 10 years ago. Yeah. So that's why I knew there was a therapist that's involved. Awesome. It's, it, awesome. Had they not pulled it off, it would have been seen as like the cheesiest cop out of all time. Yes. Where it's just like every episode there's the exposition room. You know what I mean? Where yeah. he goes yeah. and just talks about it. But they do. And it's great. And then she becomes more of a real person. And she's a very Italian as well. And so that's mm. like, you know. Melfi, so, Dr. Melfi. Yeah. Dr. Um, Birkentitz may not have been. No, that could have been her therapist, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the show does hate. What are you described? Like the, the liberal NPR. They hate those people. Yes. I think it's, it was it David Chase. Yeah. Hates the creator of the show, like hates those people because they're <laughs> often shown as like hilarious caricatures. His psychiatrist's husband or ex-husband. Depending on when the show is, is like one of those people, and she just is like, "Come on, get some balls, you bitch!" Like at some point in the show, and like one of the uh, original cucks for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this show really hates that kind of person. There's a lot of like scenes of psychiatrists having dinner and sitting around having very like NPR sort of conversations about publications, and they're just like they hate them. The show hates them. That's hilarious. I don't know if who the show likes. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Uh, it's kind of a meat show. Yeah, yeah, it, it does, does like, like meat. Sure. It does like meat. Yeah. I think the show likes Tony's wife, Carmela, and even yeah. then, it doesn't let her off the hook. Yeah, she does. Um, I don't know, but it's a good show. It's long. There's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, there are insane story. The show is like so infamous amongst its fans now. There's like fans of just specific storylines. I think the show might have the funniest things I've ever seen in a television show. When it's funny, it's so funny. When it is, mm. it's not like it's not like a comedy, and it's also not like uh, the shows now that aren't funny that say they're comedies because yes. they're worried about not winning drama awards. Yeah, um, this is like a drama, but when it's funny, it's the funniest thing I've ever. And then there's wild, real. I don't know. There's like actual. Uh, uh, oh, what is the guy's name who plays himself, the director who was in Swingers? He's the second star of Swingers with Vince Vaughn. Oh, Favreau. John Favreau yeah, plays John himself Favreau. in it, oh, making a movie, Favreau. trying to like, oh, yeah. he's trying to like make a mob movie. So he's trying to talk to one of the guys, one of Tony's like he's crew members. He plays himself as the directing yeah, of a mob movie, face, but he plays John Favreau in the show. And yeah. they're like, oh my God, that fucking John Favreau. I love Swingers. And like, <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. Then, and it's a good show. And you don't need to go watch this. I, should, I don't need to, I don't need to pitch the Sopranos. <laughs> you did a good job though. I feel like people are going to watch it now. What is... Um, so we do this thing generally with people who are new to the show where we just ask them a few questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to let sort of Todd respond here to them sometimes. All right. So it's just four questions here. Here's some stuff just to get to know you as a new guest here on the show. Um, do you have a favorite movie or television show movie right now? Um, I am obsessed with everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite movies that I've seen in a long time. Awesome. Um, rewatched it. How many times do you know? Um, Probably only two or three times. Yeah. I'm not like a heavy rewatcher. Do you know what you've seen most? Oof. Um, I mean, my husband is obsessed with The Simpsons, so that's always playing. Good pick. Uh, yeah, good he job. like <clears throat> falls asleep to The Simpsons, so like I see it constantly. Um, I also rewatch uh, Over the Garden Wall quite a bit. If you've wow. ever heard of that, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's real. Oh, it's really good. It's like. 
this animated series, and it's just uh, apparently Cartoon Network at one point was trying to compete, and they gave like a bunch of creatives a shit ton of money and told them to do whatever they want. And then uh, this is what my husband told me, so none of this is verified. But <laughs> no one on this show has like ever given a caveat of truth or not truth to something yeah. until you talking about your literal husband. <laughs> yeah. like, this guy might not know what the fuck he's talking about. I got to be honest. <laughs> Well, I just don't want to repeat false stuff. He's very smart, but he, the problem with my husband is he's so confident. So I take everything he says as one hundred percent verified. Sure. Hell yeah! And then like when it's not, I get so mad because I trusted him so hard. Like That's you've fair. conveyed that information yeah. to other. I used to try and do a bit about this when. Remember when people got mad because Elizabeth Warren wasn't as Native American yeah. as she said? Oh, yeah. And I was just like, but everyone told her she was. Yeah. She just trusted her family. I know. Yeah. And we all got mad at her, and I was like, I. My friend told me her uncle invented Rocky Road ice cream, and I told people that until, like, I was 32. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I was like, oh, this girl I grew up with's uncle invented Rocky Road ice cream. And then someone's like, it's like 300 years old. (laughs) (laughs) It was like the first ice cream. And then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, of course Whitney lied. That's but great. then also, it's like, is that Whitney lying or is that one of her shithead cousins? Right. Yeah. Did her cousin yeah. say my my dad invented Rocky Road ice cream? And I've told I told over my life, 200 people this. <laughs> but but what he told me was they threw a bunch of money at this project, gave it to like really prestigious people in the animation field mm. and told them, do whatever you want. Make your dream project. And then before it could get promoted, those execs got fired. So these shows flew under the radar. Hell yeah. <laughs> they and got then... fired for promoting art. <laughs> we gotta let them go. That'll get you. We can't have that. Yeah. But nope. it became like a cult hit afterwards because it's so incredibly well done. It's Over the beautiful. Garden Wall. It's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Is it on anything? Uh, I think it's on Hulu now for okay. free. It's I got to hand it to Hulu. Yeah, they're doing it. They really are I like. I love them. They're no worse than like if you rank every streaming thing on like the quality they have or the amount they have. If you had a bu- they wouldn't be worse than second in any category. No. I would put them like right up there with Max for like overall quality yeah. of things. And then yeah. I put them up there with anything for the amount. And then it. What's up, Hulu? You're doing a good job. <laughs> Stick with it. But also, like, taking chances on, like, good. Yeah. It's so crazy to be like, you tell us, like, some executives thought artists should make things and they got fired. You got fired. <laughs> You're going to fucking fire for that like, real quick. <laughs> we had to bring some people in who would reel these crazed fanatics away from giving money to artists. Oh, yeah. We needed one guy to have more boat. Um, okay. Have you ever walked out of a movie? Um, no, but I've wanted to. What's the closest or one you can um, remember? There was like a new one that just came out. It was like uh, Violent Night, I want to say. Silent Night? Silent Silent that? Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That Did you was... know that there was going to be no talking going into no. it? That'll be a, that could go one of two ways. Yeah, that would definitely. There was no talking going into it. And then like the motivate, like everything about it was, I hate being this mean. It was so stupid. It was so stupid. <laughs> Can I? Can I've I never give a even spoiler? heard of this. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There's one point where he's like the main character is gonna kill this guy, which it's like classic '90s where the bad guys are just bad with no depth. Yeah. And so, and like, there's like this drugged out chick on heroin just dancing in a negligee at a certain point. You're like, what the fuck is going on? But um, the main character goes in to murder this like main guy, right? And because uh, the main guy killed his son, and as he's about to murder the guy, he looks at like a Christmas ornament, and he sees the reflection of his the ghost 
ghost of his dead son smiling at him. This is like a child. And he's about to murder a man as if the child is like, yes, daddy, thank you so much for brutally murdering this weird gangster in front of me. <laughs> the kid tips his hat at his dad in the, in the reflection in of an ornament. Christmas ornament. And it's like, what am I, I looking not, I've not at? even heard of this. It's so is bad. It, Cuddy is one of the stars. John Woo. I mean, isn't it John Woo? It is John Woo. I mean, that's, I feel like that, I think that brought a lot of people in the door. The that's why my husband movie. dragged me. He's like, oh, it's John Woo. Yeah. This is going to be great. And then we were like, what the fuck? He may have lost his woo. Oh, no. <laughs> were there any doves in it? Were there any white doves in it? Um, I don't remember. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, he was always shoving doves you into gotta get everything. You got your doves in there if it's woo, yeah. Like, it's like, what, that name? Mission Impossible that he made? Oh, yeah. Where they're on Del an Central. isolated island somewhere, and he's on a motorcycle and ramps on a motorcycle. For no reason, ramps on a motorcycle. <laughs> it's a straight path. Love and then a bunch of birds stunts. fly up, and you're like, where, where have the birds been? I kind of love shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> it works in that movie. Yeah. Um. Okay. That's great. Do you th- I don't know. I've never walked out of a movie. Have you walked out of a movie? Oh, I've definitely walked out of a movie. I walked out of Mortal Kombat 2 <laughs> as a kid. Uh, spoiler alert. Johnny, as a kid? John, Johnny Cage dies like three minutes into did the movie. Did you walk out with the people you went with or did you leave your like your parents to watch I it while you were in the lobby? walked out. I left and I played arcade games in the movie theater lobby for the next two hours. Wow. I was so mad that they killed Johnny Cage for no reason. And he was my favorite, like, Mortal Kombat guy. You were, yeah, I could see really being sad someone <laughs> dies in the movie Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, yeah. Well, it was who who would have so thought that the survivor rate would be low? You know what's funny? This is the, the funniest <laughs> part about this is that this is a clear uh, sign of, like, immaturity. I was, I guess, 12 at the time, 13. I forget when that came, 97. So, yeah, I was probably 13. Uh, and the spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Mortal Kombat 2, <laughs> it's pretty bad, so don't watch it. Uh, but Johnny Cage gets, like, Captured at the opening scene by the main bad guy. I think it's Shao Khan, or that might be the wrong guy. Who's the Mortal Kombat guy? I don't think we're Someone's this detail get, away from let me just get, So the important thing is he says that if you come to the Mortal Kombat galaxy fight, I'll let your friend live, and they agree, and then he kills him anyways. And that was the first time I'd ever seen someone like just betray trust like that, and I was so mad about that. Yeah. Like, the world, the that evil demon happen. that he, runs the mortal fighting yes. con- contest was a liar. He was a liar. <laughs> he was a liar. And that like shocked me to my core at 13 years old that like people would do that. And I was so mad. I got up and left. But also like I can understand that in Game of Thrones. But like if you're if you're making a movie that's also targeted towards children, you can't like do that. Sega you Genesis. Do that. Owning children. Exactly. It's like I was the target on this PG-13. Yeah. Like, you can't just snap Sonic the Hedgehog's neck like 10 minutes into the movie. Jim Carrey like, does it. Does the thing he said he would do. Like, it was just like the. The unfairness in the world was a was unless you kill him with me. like brass knuckles, then That's you're allowed tight. to do that to Sonic. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay, uh, final question: Is there a a movie or television character you remember? Wait, let me. My preview went away. Closely identifying with, whether it's now Ooh, or as a yes. kid. As a kid, I would say Bend It Like Beckham. Do you know that movie? Oh, yeah. Ah, love that movie. But it's like this Indian girl whose parents don't want her to play soccer, so she has a secret double life. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's like that happened when I was younger because I wasn't allowed to talk to boys. Like, I wasn't doing anything with them. I was very unattractive as a child. These were just friends. Yeah. So but I, I just remember having that double life and, like, being under the, like, type of strict immigrant household. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the first time I had seen that. That was, like, a – that movie was humongous. Yeah. I remember I that being, like, very much a revelation. that movie, great movie so much. Yeah. So much. We have a – yeah. I mean, I do remember that. I remember that being a – I was playing soccer, I think, when that came out. So we were, like, excited to go see that movie because David Beckham was in it. But I remember that being a massive, massive, massive movie. Yeah. And then kind of – 
I don't think they made more. I could see them exploiting that now. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> you would think. That feels Bend like one like they'd Beckham. run back now. Yeah. Bend it again. Bend it more, yeah. <laughs> Keep on bending it. Bend it three times. <laughs> uh, okay, how is it bent? At this point, stretch before bending it. <laughs> yeah, um, it could be like a bend it like Victoria Beckham, some sort of thing or something. <laughs> She's bendy. Is she? Yeah, she's, 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 she's a, a spice girl. She's a spice girl. Um, okay, uh, that's it. That's gonna. No, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take one more break and we're gonna back, come back and play a few games here on the podcast. How many little Coke Zeros like that will you drink in a given day? Um, normally just one. Unless that's not bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't have Coke that often. So it's like I'm gonna um, take that isolated sound clip, so you know. <laughs> it's just narking on how much coke you drink. <laughs> that's good shit, though. If I'm eating like pizza or tacos, I'll have like two. That's fair. Yeah, that's very fair. Well, that's like a normal size, anyways. Yeah, right? yeah, very cool. It's you want to have. For me, if I'm having something like pizza, somehow the bubbles are what are important to me Absolutely. in the drink. I got a soda stream. Ooh. Unfortunately, because you can add things to it to make like Pepsi, oh. but Coca Cola does not do it. The Coca Cola company they don't want been you to very add disappointing that, uh, to me. The, the special secret ingredients, right? They want. I know, yeah, but I have. Uh, and then I can also do like half the amount because I got like a Pepsi Zero one because I really like Coke Zero sugar. Yeah. I really do. Um, and I was like, maybe this will be the same, and it it, it it's not. <laughs> but I can make the whole thing all at once. Wow. That's um, nuts. All right, sorry. I'm just for some reason. Does your husband drink Coke Zero too or no? Um, no, he just drinks like Mexican Coke. Very nice. The good <laughs> shit. Very cool. I know. Very cool. I think it's better for you too. Really? Yeah. Then all that like fake shit and zero sugar. I buy that. I'll buy that. That is a. Uh, I have. I don't know. This is like almost coming back to the Sopranos. Thinking about how much how people everywhere kind of eat the same foods, but what go into the food is so different here that the health level is so awful. <laughs> yeah. And in the Sopranos, it's like there's like so much pasta and so much this, and then they like go to Italy actually at some point in the Sopranos, and they're like, well, no one is like overweight there, but they eat the same stuff. And go, yeah, it's just different. It's yeah, actually it's real it's made, yeah. ingredients and. It makes that big of a difference. Oh yeah, I think like what mostly preservatives, and I've learned so much weird food crap. Getting yeah. into like cooking and yeah. even like shredded cheese is much worse for you than a block of cheese. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that's a rough thing to learn. I feel like the the big one that blows my mind is uh, if you go to like Trader Joe's, get yourself some dried mango. Right, there's like the unsulfured, unsweetened dried mango, and then there's like the sugary, sweetened, sulfured one. Mm-hmm. And it's like the sugared one. They put sulfur in it for coloring. But sulfur smells like farts, so now your mango smells like farts, so now we got to add more sugar. And it's like you're adding more sugar because of the coloring. Because of a problem you made. Because of a problem you made. It's like you're just making this like four times unhealthier than it needs to be. It's crazy. One of the wildest things, and this is actually really applied to healthcare for me just because of what's been going on, Mm. but also with food and with everything is it's better in California than anywhere else in the United States for almost everything. 100%. For healthcare, it's infinitely it's better insane. here. It's totally like insane. I can't leave. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way sometimes. Um, yeah, just as far as access to, and it's yeah. terrible here. Yeah, 
And it's also with like food import export. I mean, we grow so much food here. Fruit is cheaper and better here than like Missouri. Yeah. I always like that's, I try to make that at least half of what I eat. I often fail, but because I'm like veg and I'm not going to fucking cook a whole Indian meal or whatever the hell. So to like have balanced nutrition, I make smoothies constantly. Yeah. yeah. But like it's, it's cheap if you buy the frozen berries and shit in bulk and stuff. I mean, if you're trying to do that, just grabbing it at a fucking juicery, you're going to go broke. Oh, I know. And then it is so, I mean, it's like $11 for if this was juice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I have in my bag right now like an orange juice from a deli that was $1.50. That's probably like almost not orange juice. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? It's like some sort of just whatever. Um, it is just – and it is – I'll go back like home to Missouri and go to a grocery store. I was just uh, home on Labor Day going to get stuff for a barbecue. It's more – the groceries are more expensive there than here. Same in Minnesota when I'm back home. Yeah, it drives me crazy. And then you're like, like oh, and they're also – Really? The yeah. produce looks – insane it's disgusting it's just like yeah I, I wouldn't eat this if you paid me and i have to pay twice as much as i pay for fresh fruit. holy shit it's fucking insane and then, he and then they, my yeah. brother and my sister-in-law oh you're so bougie it's like no i just don't want to eat garbage right and that grape looks like a kiwi for it. i uh i went to atlanta with my husband and they were showing me all the quote-unquote good food and by the third day i was like i'm not going anywhere with you Atlanta. i feel <laughs> fucking disgusting like is, it was yeah. it was delicious but it was all fr- everything was fried you they really fried feel so tomatoes. Was, everything is fried. I was like, awesome. I physically felt so sick because I'm yeah. used to like just eating like fresh food. And I was like, my body is shutting down. Like it, I can't yeah. handle this. It's yeah. a really, really good place to visit and eat. But you really feel, I feel, so, If were you there in the summer? No, I was oh, there during the winter. My God. If you eat there in the summer, you're just like, I'm melting. I'm like, yeah. I'm a liquid. I'm a gel because the food is so good. It's so and good. And then you're just like, yeah, but I, I, you like feel yourself like pushing it through your veins. You're your like, blood. I think yeah. I have to literally physically meditate to like clear my aorta. Yeah. Like I took the <laughs> rental car and I left in the morning to go get a shot of wheatgrass and I was like, this is the most California thing I'm going to do, but I don't care. I feel like I'm I, dying. I, like, I, always, I, I remember some bit and I don't think he, it ever really, I'm not sure it ever did a th- Adam Conover used to have a bit about how like everything everyone makes fun of California for is just trying to do a little better. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, what's your, what's your car get good gas mileage, bitch? This seems universally benefit everybody yeah he's like let me what are you gonna go drink a healthy drink and then go meditate Exercise? or something yeah. he's, like, he's like everyone literally just makes fun of you for trying a little funny. bit and it's pretty funny <laughs> that's really funny um but it is i don't know if it's always been that much but I, anyways i don't know how we got on this talking about <laughs> gabagool food. maybe it's a gabagool. but it is so much i spent so much more money getting groceries in missouri yeah than i insane. i did here Mm-mm. and that had i i've like entertained the idea of leaving as everyone who's ever lived in LA does most Monday through Wednesdays. Yeah. Um, Sometimes Thursday too. And then I, you look into like how healthcare runs anywhere else. Oh, it's insane. And they're yeah. just like, it'll be like, it'll, it'll be like a web. It's like, have you considered dying? <laughs> <laughs> it's, if you're looking for a long-term saving solution uh, for your medical and financial problems, death could be for you. I know. I mean, like I'm actually trying to leave California next year, but to go where? Uh, to New- actually to New Jersey. <laughs> hey, New Jersey's a great right. state. Yeah. yeah, people should. I just I want to go do stand up in New York without living in New York. I feel like I'm too old. 
uh, I can't do it anymore. I didn't. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, Every time I visit New York, I'm I'm always for two days like, why would I ever not be here? And then someone's like, will you bring a poster board to me? And I'm like, that's literally impossible here. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, can you bring that bag over here? And I'm like, no, I'm, I would rather go home. <laughs> um, about three or four days in, I'm usually like, okay, I'm ready to. Yeah, I aged out. Be outside of yeah. I lost my edge and I aged out. Now when I go back, I feel like a tourist. I, when you live there, you feel like you're the king of New York. And then when you come back, you're like, oh, I'm a fucking, I'm a tourist. I just yeah. go to statue. Did I need this many bars? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I don't know when we'll be back from break and all of that conversation. <laughs> uh, let's play a couple of games here on the podcast. This first game we have is called Before and Afters. Get ready to play before and oh, yeah, we got sound cues. I love those. Uh, this game, Before and Afters, how it works is two movies have been smushed together into one movie. I will read you the smushed together plot. You tell me the smushed together mm. title. Uh, an example over your shoulder, we have Alien versus Predator which is Alien versus Predator and Tar, oh, the yes. Cape Blanchett movie that came out. That's nice. I don't know how to describe that because I'm not sure the plot of either. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Alien fights a conductor. Isn't she a conductor in Tar? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some other examples, The Wolf of Wally Street, uh, Saving Private Silverman, <laughs> Fargo, which is Argo and Fargo put together. Um, I'll read you the plot. You tell me the smushed together title. I'm more than happy to work together. I thought like. it was a competition. Or you can compete against Because I always lose. So Everyone always is like, win. I always well, people are like, let's work win. together, and then someone gets one, and they're like, and they're like this yeah. is exclusively a competition now. <laughs> um, here we go. First one. An awkward teen helps a friend launch his campaign for school president while they must train for the competitive youth hockey team. Shit. Okay, competitive youth hockey team makes me feel like Mighty Ducks. That's a for right? sure. And then I feel like um, it's not election. I'm trying to think of what uh, campaign for school president. Who's running for school president? Why can't I think of a? Uh, it's not somebody for mean school girl. president. This was a, this was a hard one to wrap into a, a short description. One of those movies where the plot is so vague, you just have to grab one thing from it. Oh wait, is it that Van Wilder movie? No, he's a college guy though. Oh right, yeah. an awkward teen whose uncle recently moved back in with him, helps his friend launch a campaign for school president. I tried to expand there. While they must train for the competitive youth hockey team. With an uncle that moved back in. Mm. That's interesting. Notice I've moved the horn closer to myself. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you know? No. You were halfway there. You got one of them. Feel like, uh, well, now now when I can't get the movie, it's like, now let's do the word thing. Like, what would go with Mighty Ducks? What would uh, Uncle Buck? But that's not Uncle Buck, but there's an uncle there. Uncle Bucky Ducks? I'm trying to think (laughs) of the Mighty Bucks. Mighty. uh, Um, What are teen movies? I'm trying to think. Uh,. Bruce, I, Bruce Almighty Ducks? Is it Bruce is Almighty? We're looking no. for Napoleon Dynamite Ducks. Oh, man. Napoleon God Dynamite Ducks. That's good. That is the plot <laughs> of that movie. Well, God damn yeah. it. isn't it tough to really sum it up, though? But it is yeah. like he's helping the vote for Pedro. I used yeah. to work at Macy's when that movie came out, and it was a lot of vote for Pedro shirts. Oh, I bet. I bet. Um, we haven't even talked about how we work together at, at the Macy's. Apple Store. Oh, oh Apple's yeah. very fun. Then. I also worked with uh, Napoleon Dynamite, John Hedder, on a movie. Really? And one of my favorite things was uh, so an extra, an actor, just brought him a giant portrait of 
himself that he had painted, like of John Hutter. Oh, wow. And then John was like, thank you so much. So he turned to me and was like, I don't know where I'm going to put that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I brought you this burden. Yeah. <laughs> Giant paint. I was like, damn, that's famous. <laughs> that's <laughs> that is crazy. wild. That's like famous in a specific way. And, and he kind of also wasn't around a lot after that movie. He, yeah. like, he was in a few things immediately. Yeah. But not like. 10 yeah. things a year oversaturated yeah. with John yeah. uh, and, and, and everything. But he's the nicest. I, I liked yeah. working with him. That's great. That shit was so funny though. I was like, that's wild. That's so weird <laughs> to then. I wonder if they watched him leave that day. <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah, you give like, somebody a gift like that? Absolutely. You don't want to make sure that's not getting ins- the garbage. That's like, people have made like cool stuff for the podcast, but nothing so large. <laughs> It yeah. was Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I hope you have a fireplace, my guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he moves because of that. Uh, well, I guess I'm going to buy a home with a mantle. I need it. All right. Number two. After the sudden death of her friend, a young girl uses a spirit board to attempt to contact her, but accidentally releases a jungle's worth of creatures from the game they must complete to clean up their mess. Okay, first one, Jumanji. The second one, okay, so a young girl using a spirit board to contact her dead friend. It's a Ouija thing, but I feel like well, I don't remember a movie that had a Ouija in it. Yeah. Um, and the only movie I'm thinking about with dead ghosts is Ghost, but that's not it. There's no Ouija uh, in Ghost. <laughs> no, their hands are pottery. busy. <laughs> is it, uh, I mean, I feel like The Craft, but they didn't really do Ouija in The Craft, and no. there wasn't the dead friend. Uh, who else? I mean, there's Sabrina's witchy girls, but that ain't it. Um, Charmed, no. It might not even be a movie you know of. I'm just it's oh. a, it's it was like a horror movie a few years ago. Oh, I got nothing on that. I don't watch horror movies. Oh. But you might be able to guess Annabelle the title. or the Insidious. What was the second one? You just uh, if it goes with Jumanji, you might be able to guess the title. Jumanji's the <laughs> Jumanji's Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> the Ring. Uh, Ringu. Uh, I watch horror films sometimes, but not we, a shit ton. We are looking um, for Ouija Jumanji. Wait, they God really made a Ouija it. movie? Just called oh, they Ouija. They did. They did. I remember now. Ouija wow. Subi, you're getting two points for that one. Wow. The right thing. It's wow. Two I can't believe they made a Ouija movie. That's crazy. Um, Ouija Jumanji. Wow. I, when I was young, girl. <laughs> we're still young. We're still young. We're still young. I think that's the number one sign you're not young. Uh, we're still young. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. You see, I'm like I've been standing on a skateboard while sitting down <laughs> the entire time. I oh. went to the Lake of the Ozarks with my friend Charlie and like his sister and her friends, and then like his older cousin. And so we were probably like 13, Charlie and I, and then his sister's probably like 11 or 12 or 10, like in there, and then his cousins like. 16 or 17 so not old enough to go the lake of the ozarks in missouri is just about getting drunk and like <laughs> doing like awfully dangerous stuff on boats but we couldn't do that so we stayed back and in while his parents and all of their his aunts and uncles went and got drunk and we watched the craft because his older cousin was like witchy hell yeah dude and you know 16 17 year old witchy in like 1999 or 2000 is like a very so the pre nine eleven witchy is a little different. <laughs> it's, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. But the craft—I yeah. don't remember exactly what yours was. The craft had just come out on VHS, and she had it, like had brought it to watch it. Nice. We watched the craft. They have like that light as a feather, stiff as a yeah. board thing, and all oh, these yeah. weird witchy things. And then they had a Ouija board, but it's like a plastic. You know what I mean? Like a CVS Ouija board. Yeah, yeah. Walmart, and like I think nicer ones are 
actually real. Um, so we were using it, and Charlie kept making it spell penis no matter what we did. But to me, this is the funniest thing at this time that had ever happened in the history of the <laughs> That's world. That's a pretty good bit. Because every time she'd be like, "Is are you in the room with us now? And he would make it say, my penis. Every time. Or like a word and then penis. And she couldn't. His cousin, no one has ever been the specific amount of upset that his cousin was saying we're going to be like cursed and haunted for the rest of our lives. And then I've also never seen someone fall for a prank a dozen times. (laughs) I mean, it it could have been a really funny ghost. Could you imagine if there was a ghost there trying to get a message across? He's like, I love my wife. (laughs) (laughs) I love my wife. My wife. (laughs) Right. Can you you contact? He's like really mad at Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) And then then what happened? Charlie had twin boys too young. (laughs) So look whose penis got cursed. Um, Yeah, it was. So it was at that point, the funniest thing I had ever seen in my entire life. Like I, 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 I was crying. And then oh, she'd be bro. like, okay, but do after someone falls for a prank 10 times, they go, okay, take it seriously. And then the 12 year old boy goes, I will. Yeah. You know, he's letting him right. do it again is your fault. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's amazing. Number three, <laughs> uh, a young dinosaur is orphaned and must travel to be reunited with more of his kind okay. in this parody of the famous doctor's horror story. The land before Frankenstein. Close. Oh, the famous doctors. The oh, the uh, the land before Bride of Frankenstein. What is the what is the the Mel Brooks? Uh, oh, oh, wait, no, that's not that. Oh, um, I can't think of that. It's not Rocky Horror Picture Show. Why am I saying that? Um, no, it's not Blazing Saddles. It's the other one. It's the. Uh, um, I just watched this on a plane. <laughs> this did you is really? Horrible. Yeah, this is really bad. Land before. I got nothing. Yeah. Land before young Frankenstein. There we go. There we go. Todd, you get one point for that one. It's two to one. I'll take a Land Before Time reference anytime I can get it. I feel like that and Fern Gully were both very damaging to me as a kid. I was very I, sad. Yeah. Damaging. Yeah, just like your real world problems being, you know, being lost, being lost, can't find your mom. That's horrible. Yeah. I loved that movie. Maybe just <laughs> you love parental separation. I'm just a dense child. I'm not sure. <laughs> I remember the people in Fern Gully being so scary. Yes. Mm. Oh my God! Yes, like such an intense. I saw Ferngully. I saw Land Before Time. That's good. You didn't get ruined. That that, that was fucked up. Oh no, no, I was ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know how many Land Before Times there are. So many. I mean, at this point, wild. I just remember the little uh, pterodactyl going "yep, yep" because I would run around saying that. That Um, What was the the pterodactyl's name? Ducky. Ducky. Yeah. yeah, There's uh, uh, fourteen Land Before Time movies. Probably more than any of us were even Imagine, thinking when I started wow. to search that. How wow. rich. There's just some dude doing yeah. blow in his private yeah. vault. This is, if people want to know what blow. it's like to own property in LA, you have to have made four. Like, somehow yeah, this guy Lambert, owns yeah, that's dinosaurs. That's how you do it. Yep. Uh, they have so many Land Before Time movies, it looks like Super Bowl ads with the Roman numerals on them. <laughs> where you just like, I don't remember this one, but I think it was cold. That's how you know I've been in uh, My Dreams Have Failed. I just. Think about the volumes of cash. Yeah. Like I used to be like, oh, I want to make this and that. And I'm just like, I just want fucking land before time books. You yeah. Know? That's fair. That's oh. fair. That's I want someone older. to pay me for something I did yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Truly. That would yeah. be so tight. Uh, final one. 
I'm glad I saved the hard one for last as we've blown through these easy ones. A cheerleader discovers her coach's fraudulent behavior and recommits to beating her squad's rivals, but faces the moral dilemma of testifying against the corrupt union boss that she works for. Okay, bring it on. Um, Corrupt union boss that she works for. Um, That one, do you know? Corrupt union boss. I know it's bring it on. Um, Maybe a union boss. She's testifying. Yeah. I'm sure they wrote court movies. It's not my cousin Vinny. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was going there too, but it's not. She's it's, uh, more, uh, they more have a moral dilemma of whether or not to testify. Uh, corrupt union about it's not. Um, what's that movie with uh, Lady Gaga? No, it's not House of Gucci. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can you imagine if House of Gucci was about unions? <laughs> I mean, pretty Maybe fun. it's about like a matrimonial <laughs> union, yeah. but I don't know if. It <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think about people in uh, what the fuck. Whether or not to testify. Um, the clue I'll give you is this movie is the same age as my dad. Okay. Um, so it's an older movie. I meant bring it on. <laughs> bring it on the waterfront? Bring it on the waterfront yeah, is correct. Shit. I feel like that's funny because I wouldn't think about that as a moral dilemma, but that is what that is. It's also another one of those movies that's in the opposite way of Napoleon not really the opposite way it's it's like a performance based yeah. slow movie yeah. it's funny to say on the waterfront and Napoleon Dynamite are like the same tone yeah, cuz they're not at all but yeah. like the way you describe what happens in them is like what happens yeah. to them doesn't matter yeah you're watching it's just about the... these characters yeah. Yeah. all right the current score is 2 to 2 oh Hell wow. yeah dude can you oh, believe yeah. it's this close this late in the game Hell yeah. <laughs> um all right our final well we got two more games we're going to real quick play nope 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 uh <laughs> I don't know what button is which. <laughs> Build a perfect movie. This game is called Build the Perfect Movie. How it works is I will give you a category. You're competing against one another in this game for upwards of a point. You have to pick two movies from that category whose Rotten Tomatoes score add up to as close to 100 as possible without going over. Ooh. So if I was like two Robin Williams movies, you could say like RV and Happy Feet, and that would be a perfect 100. Wow. Um RV is a 24, Happy Feet is 76. You cannot go over, though, so it's like Price is Right Fuck. rules apply. Okay. I'll give you the category, and then you'll each pick your first one, and then we'll review the scores. That way you can each pick your second one based on how the first score goes. Um, what, what We did the Sopranos. You can't really do TV um, on this. Let's do, you know, let's do uh, drama. Just a vague category here. You get to build drama. the perfect drama. So, Todd, you'll go first. You'll pick one. Suba, you'll pick yours after he does, and then we'll review the scores. I'm going to go with um, Jiggly. Now, I have to see if this is actually registered in here as a drama. I, it is not. Really? It's this a is comedy? a romantic comedy wow. crime film. Wow. Um, so, I got a better one. I'm going to go with, uh, for a drama, I'm going to go with Road to Perdition. That's a drama, right? Or is that a crime? Do anything that's like about walking or going somewhere is a drama. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a yes, it is a drama. drama. People like that one. All right. So we're, we're picking two or one? You're just picking one, and then I'll tell you what your the percentage. You can pick your second one based on how the first one goes. Shit. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of a really shitty drama. Wait, what about will this be? Okay, I'm just going to do Young and Restless. <laughs> The show? Yeah. I think you might have to then pick a season. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can do television wow. if you want. Right. Or you can wow. just grab a drama um, movie. Oh crap. Right. Because okay. they're they're not they're not well put on Oh, 
okay. I'm going to do – wait. Would it count as drama, that uh, Silent Night movie, or is that more action? Let's see what it says here. Because that's got to be a real low score. This w- drama is listed as this one's third descriptor, so I'll give it to you. Yes. Okay. All right, here we go. Road to Perdition. Todd is an 81. So you're looking for a 19 right. or less. All right. Silent Night, 58. Shut your mouth. Wow. <laughs> wow. 58%. <laughs> right? So you're looking for a 42. You get a lot of leash with John Woo. I feel like they're getting um, a pretty, pretty loose leash. Okay, so I gotta go. So you have to go, and and you have to pick first because you have more to make up. Oh no! So you're thinking of forty (laughs) two. What's a movie worse than Silent Night, but better than whatever Todd needs to pick? Okay. Uh, fuck. Okay, let me think. Let me think. Here's the quality that Silent Night is. While you're thinking about this, a lot of the cast of Silent Night don't have headshots on IMDb. That's that's the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I think I even Uh, might. Yeah, Oof. even if you want it or not. I'm trying to think. Oh, what's a really bad drama? Because I feel like if I think it's bad, it'll probably have a higher rating, apparently. <laughs> um, fuck. I'm, like, blanking on any dramatic movie I've ever seen. It's hard. Um, oh, fuck. What's a bad one? Um, you could th- think of someone and think of their worst movie. Oh. It's hard. There's this like psychology study about if someone's like name a food, it takes you a long time. But if they're like name something in your fridge, you can name eight foods in yeah, five seconds. That's pretty good. Like if you have a little bit of a narrow scope, it's a lot easier. Um. Okay. So let me think about. Uh... So if you want to name your worst Kid Cudi movie. <laughs> uh. Okay. I'm trying to think if Robin Williams has ever done a bad movie. I don't. Uh, I like all the stuff, and most of it's comedy. That's a bad one to go with. Yeah, you've never seen um, Fern Gully. <laughs> uh, Robert, I mean, everybody loved The Irishman, even though it was super long. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. I got to think of something quick. That's um, all right. Todd, do you have a 19 you want to drop in? Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Battlefield Earth. All right, it's going to be tough math for me to do. All right, 58. <laughs> Looking for a 42 or less. World War Z. All right, here we go. I like World War Z. I just feel like it's probably in the middle with critics. You know? Yeah, you're probably right about that. It's a good call. Uh, 81% for Road to Perdition. Battlefield Earth is a three. Hell so yeah, we're dude. looking at 84%. Yeah. Hell yeah. Everyone in the cast's headshot for Battlefield Earth looks like they know I'm Googling Battlefield Earth. Like no one looks happy. <laughs> like it's like John Travolta going... Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty he looks like he knows I'm looking up. So Silent funny. Night is a 58. World War Z is a 66. Sixty. That was pretty close. That was impressive. <laughs> I'm trying to be like, is there any 42% on Rotten Tomatoes movies? This is just telling me about the movie 42. That's about Jackie Robinson. <laughs> it's a tough look. Um, all right. Well, you know, uh, we're going to do play one more game. This is called Guess What Movie Trailer Kyle's Dad is Describing, Having Only Watched a Trailer and Never Having Heard of the Movie, The Game. That's uh, How this works is my dad, who, not born in 1954, the year On the Waterfront came out, he watches a movie trailer, he describes what's happening in that trailer, you have to tell me what movie it's a trailer for. can be any movie ever. Um, here we go. Okay. She is cursing him and his family. Eternity is a long time. The bus is going through a desert. This kid is alone on the bus. 
he gets to the camp and wonders where the lake is. Uh, it, it's, that lizard is intense, but it's small. It's not Freddy, um... Friday 13th. His Friday name, 13th. Is, is his it? name backwards? His name is his name backwards. He's looking for what is hidden. Oh, hey. It's Fonzie. A lot of shots of people happy and smiling. And now, a scorpion. Everyone at the camp is in orange. Holes? It is Another holes. Shot of the bus driving through wow. the bus. Wow. Wow. Well done. Wow. Wow. What a pull. What that a pull. That is a pull. That's oh crazy. Oh, my gosh. That's, a, that's, I feel like, an obscure one for to make your dad watch the trailer for. Yeah. Well, that's they still so had trailers funny. then. I read the book when I was in middle school, I think. So I remember. Yeah. As soon as he said, everybody's in orange. I don't know why. I was like, oh, Lizard, curse. orange. Yeah. yeah, lizard. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Wow. Well, uh, Suba, thanks for being here. <laughs> Thanks oh, for having yeah. never seen The Sopranos. You won today three to two. Yes. Wait, we'll no, four to three because Todd yeah. won that other game. I'm, that's yeah. the important takeaway is four, the four to four three. To three. Uh, let everyone know where to find you, anything you have going on that you'd um, like them to find out. This will be out next Tuesday. Yes, I have my uh, comedy special called Airport Pigeon. It's on all the platforms. You can rent it. Um, also, I think the album version of it just came out. Uh, so you can also listen to that, Airport Pigeon. And then just go to s-comedy.com. It has my Instagram, my TikTok, everything. Follow me on social media because we live in a dying world. And yeah. <laughs> Wait, you got you got the website s-comedy.com? Yeah. Nice job. <laughs> That's well done. That I is just thought it would be so much easier than trying to tell people Suba comedy. And they're like, how do you spell that? And I'm like, fuck. Okay, S dash. I wanted to get scomedy, but that was taken. So I had to put the dash. Who got, sco- who got scomedy? I don't remember. Is it a thing? We'll get it to the bottom thing. of this right now. Scomedy could be a thing. Yeah, like it's. I wanted scomedy. It's just comedy quotes and jokes. Wow. Wow. From, wow. yeah. from comedians. My it's just a list of the, comedians. The popsicle brand, Outshine Popsicles, which are very delicious. They got icecream.com. It's not even ice cream. It's just like, we're gonna. how do you beat your competitor? You're going to have popsicles when you want ice cream. That's, That's hilarious. There was really, good. I mean, it's there was that brief time where a lot of people made a lot of money squatting on. Oh, like yeah. Like someone squatted Disney. Oh, yeah. And so Disney invented that whole other search style, go.com, where it was Disney.go.com. Yeah. And then eventually they made, you know, corporate lobbyists may make laws where it's like you can't squat stuff that's not yours which stinks that it was stinks. that was like the gold rush of two of 1997 well, yeah you can google it right now there's a comedy theater in uh los angeles named best comedy club near me that's fantastic isn't that amazing that's fantastic oh, that's, that's, that's great. what you gotta do you gotta bring back that abc laundry company from the from the telephone book style right it's that, that same thing isn't oh, it yeah. that's why everyone's triple a this and <laughs> yeah, abc this is to be at the front man. of a phone book yeah anyways uh, uh <laughs> check us out we are in the phone book thank you guys so much for listening and have a wonderful day that is it for me here at never seen it that is it for us as well. Thank you to Suba. Thank you to Todd. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope to see you in LA on February 4th. You got to find me on Instagram if you want to keep up with those other dates in the Pacific Northwest and Colorado and the like. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Uh, thank you so much for listening. 